Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. I want to start this week by apologizing. Last week, the episode got uploaded a little bit late. We were having some technical difficulties here in the Campbell household. Um, we kind of live out here in the country now, not near anything. So we've had to work off a T-Mobile hotspot, and I'm not knocking it. It's been decent internet, but um, it, it's hard to do the podcast with, if I'm just being honest. So thankfully, we actually, it's Saturday. We just got home, and they came and dug a line for Windstream. So we will get back to our old internet so hopefully we won't have those hiccups again. Um, last week, I mentioned my wife's prayer journal. I wanted to throw it out there to you guys again. I'm very proud of her. Um, it's it's a great way to just kind of gather your thoughts and prayers while you're spending quiet time with the Lord. I know it's something that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks and how I've kind of started, you know, diving into the Word first thing in the morning. It's a great journal to kind of, you know, help you help you out every morning as you're going through that. So check out the link. In the notes, if you guys are looking for a prayer journal or maybe you know your mom or your sister or a friend, maybe maybe you think it'd be a good gift for them, check it out. I'm also excited to um, bring back my book. I think I talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago, but um, I kind of paused on it because I didn't realize that we weren't technically quite there yet um, as far as advertising the book. But now the book is um, readily, readily available on Amazon and on Barnes & Noble's website you can also get it in an ebook on Amazon and I believe on iTunes. We're going to have that information in the um, notes as well. And guys, I'm excited about this. It's just a quick, short story for kids just to kind of help tie their imagination in to the creation story and just to really share um, the message of love. And so I really wanted to write a story to help combat the wokeness that our kids are getting in their entertainments and their, in their schools and in the libraries. And so I just thought, hey, let's write um, a short story for kids. Um, Thankfully, my kids have loved it. My my nephews actually loved it. So it's a good book if uh, if you've got young kids, young grandkids, nieces, nephews. Check it out. Like I said, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and hopefully soon it will be um, available in stores. So I will keep you guys updated on that. Last week, um, we talked about WWJD, and I know we brought back kind of an old message um, from the 90s. Or at least it was a not, it was big when I was growing up in the '90s, maybe early 2000s. Of what would Jesus do? And I think that that's a, a great message to remember as Christians. So I hope again, I apologize that the episode was late. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I encourage you go back and um, and listen to it and, and just allow that to resonate in your heart because that's what we're called to do. What would Jesus do? And that's I think that's something that um, we've got to keep in mind as Christians. And so kind of with that mentality, I want to go into what we're going to talk about this week. Um, but before I get into this week, I do want to give a um, shout out. I have a listener. I'm not going to um, name her by name, but she actually reached out to me on Facebook. She's out in California and she's a single mother with, um, I believe it was two kids. And um, I just got to be honest, it blessed my heart um, to know that there's people all over the world listening to the podcast and and that it's it's resonating with listeners. And I don't say that to brag on me. I say that to brag on God because he's using, you know, this redneck boy from Mooresville, North Carolina. You know, when I was born, Mooresville was a tiny town. There wasn't a lot of attraction to this town. Most people probably didn't even know where it was. And to see God be able to use someone like me as a tool in his hands, just to, to watch what he can do. And and so I just want to thank again, I've, I've done this before, but we're all over the world. So if you're, no matter where you're listening, if you're in Germany or Australia or you're out in California or wherever you may be, if you're listening, thank you so much. The support of the show goes a long way. Um, I do a lot of this on my own dime, on my own time. And I'm not saying that as a down, I'm just saying it means a lot to have support because I put a lot into this. Um, I felt like God called me into this ministry. It's been almost two years now. And to, to see what God has 
been able to do in and through my life has just truly been amazing. And so, um, again, to anyone out there listening, thank you so much. Um, and to the single mom that reached out to me, um, I heard you, I hear you. I'll continue to pray for you and just know that you're not alone and that God loves you. And guys, thank you so much, um, for the support. It, like I said, it goes a long way and, um, I can't thank you enough. So that being said, getting into this week, um, like I said, we're going to kind of roll off of WWJD and I kind of wanted to touch on two things. I was kind of struggling and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been struggling a little bit the last couple weeks. Um, life has been extremely busy. Um, I've got a lot of stuff going on for work with church. Um, my kids are playing baseball again. I got a lot going on. And so I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been, um, it's been a little bit harder to kind of clear my mind for the podcast. And I've had to, to really try to, you know, quiet my life a little bit and, and spend, you know, like I said, some quiet time with the Lord to kind of see what we're going to talk about. And so today, actually, we were riding through town after my boys baseball practice. And we noticed one of the Methodist churches has changed um, their name. Um, obviously, it's because if, for a lot of you that maybe don't know, the Methodist church is going through kind of a split right now because of a decision of allowing homosexuals to hold a place of leadership in the church, which I will touch on in a little bit. And then it wasn't two seconds later down the road, there was another church and the banner outside for the service said, mind your business. Sunday's at 10 o'clock. And it just didn't sit right with me. Now, before I get into this, I don't know what that pastor is going to preach on. I don't know the true meaning behind what they said. I don't know what that church believes. The sign alone just didn't sit right with me. Mind your business is what it said. And so I kind of want to touch on this mind your business kind of mentality that I do believe has kind of gotten into the church, not gotten in the church. Honestly, I think it's been in the church for decades. And I think that that mentality has gotten us to where we are today. So let me, let me get into this by saying, I'm not saying that we're called to go screaming from the mountaintops at everybody sinning and telling everyone that they need to turn before they burn. That's not what I'm saying. But our lives, <clears throat> excuse me, our lives have got to be examples of Christ. That's what we're called to do. And so in the New Testament, it says, in 2 Corinthians, it says, when you're saved, the old is gone, the new has come. So what that is saying is, is that you have now shed off your old life and you're stepping into your new life, meaning a life with Jesus, a life led by the Holy Spirit. That does not mean a life without sin. That does not mean an easy life battling the flesh. The New Testament Testament talks about the battle between you know spirit and flesh a lot, and that's something that we all struggle with. But there's a difference in habitual sin without repentance and stumbling, okay? There is a big difference, big, big difference. I mess up. I say things I shouldn't say. I laugh at jokes I shouldn't laugh at. I, you know, I, I do things I shouldn't do, stuff like I, I mess up too. The difference is, is when I make a mistake or I say something I shouldn't have done, or maybe I yell at my kids and I'm a little harder on my kids than I should have been, or, you know, I let my, my anger at work kind of frustrate me, or maybe I look at something I shouldn't, you know, look at, or whatever it may be, I can feel it in my spirit that I did something wrong. And it's an immediate repentance. Lord, forgive me for that. Continue to help me not do these things. Take these words out of my vocabulary. Take these fleshly desires out of my heart and out of my mind. Help me control my eyes and my thoughts and, and my anger. And I, I continually try to press into the Holy Spirit so that I don't do these things anymore. And the more I do that, the less often I make mistakes. Again, I'm not perfect and I'm never going to be. And we're not called to be perfect. 
but we are called to be Christ-like, and we are called to try to live according to Scripture. So if we're living a life according to Scripture, then mind your business does not necessarily apply here. And I think that this mind your business kind of mindset, I've actually talked with my grandparents about this a lot, is, you know, when I was a kid, the church didn't want to get into these social battles because they didn't want to turn people off from you know, the church or whatever it may be, or they didn't want to lose money or whatever it may be. But a lot of the mentality was, well, you know, these things are never, you know, they took prayer out of school. Well, it's not that big of a deal. They're never going to, you know, X, Y, Z, right? They're never going to allow, um, you know, this, this transgender um, agenda into our kids. They're never going to, you know, Disney's never going to change on what they, you know, teach our kids. And like that stuff's always going to stay innocent. And so, and we've done that in a lot of different areas in the church. And so that mentality of taking a back seat, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, especially the first um, couple episodes a year and a half ago, is when you take a back seat, Satan's driving. Satan's got the wheel. So when you mind your own business and just sit in the back seat, that, that's giving the wheel over to the enemy. Now, again, I'm not saying that you go preach fire and brimstone to everybody. But we have to hold people accountable off of some type of morals as a society, number one, but as Christians to a biblical, to biblical morals. And so how do we do that? Well, I think number one, what we talked about last week, WWJD, when we get into our situations and we see these things happen, ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Now, the number one thing you need to remember is Jesus always comes full of grace and truth. Always. Jesus always comes full of grace and truth. So, no, you don't mind your business. You approach these situations through grace and truth. And I'm going to give you an example. And I'm going to tell you why it really just kind of irked me. Our society is giving over to the LGBTQ plus uh, divided sign, IAQ, whatever it's called. We're giving over to that agenda. We're giving over to this small subgroup of people, so much so that they're infiltrating our children's lives. You look at Disney, you look at Target, you look at Kohl's, you look at all of these, um, you know, Nickelodeon. I've watched Nickelodeon a few times with my kids and the commercials that come on, the books that you're finding in libraries, the books that you're finding in schools. I mean, geez, some of the teachers that are in the school districts pushing this stuff on your kids. If you look at all of these things that are happening to our kids, you're taking away it. You are stealing the innocence of our children. And by minding your business, you're saying that you don't love these children enough. You don't obey. You don't abide in the word of God enough. You don't trust in God enough to stand firm on what you believe and approach these things full of grace and truth. What you're saying is, is you don't think God can handle this when you say mind your business. Again, I'm probably going to say this a thousand times. I'm not saying preach fire and brimstone. What I'm saying is Preach grace and truth. What does grace and truth mean? Truth is the word of God. In the beginning was the word was God, and the word was God, and the word is with God. The word is God. The word of God is his examples for how we're supposed to live as Christians. So what's grace and truth? Truth is scripture. Truth is the word of God. Truth is truth. It's not your truth. It's not hashtag your truth, hashtag my truth. It's the truth. God's word is the truth. And there's no twisting it 
And if you're out there twisting it, let me tell you something. If you're out there twisting it, shame on you. And if you're not willing to stand up against the people who are twisting the words, let me tell you something. Shame on you. I am not going to allow the word of God to be twisted to a fit to fit an agenda that you want. Scripture talks about that. In the end times, there will be false teachers who tell you what your itching ears want to hear. I will not stand on that. I will not stand in favor of that. To go back to the Methodist church, it's a huge example of that. They're allowing homosexuals to hold leadership in the church. Now, I'm not here to condemn them. What I'm saying is habitual sin is different than someone who has dropped off the old, allowed the new to come, and you just stumble and continue to struggle with the flesh. That's not, there's two different things. Living a homosexual lifestyle is wrong, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Now, what's the other side of this? Grace. I love you enough to tell you that the life that you're living is wrong. But Paul says in Corinthians, you were all once like this. But by the Father through the Son, you were saved and sanctified. What is grace and truth? Grace is that I love you enough to tell you that you need to be saved by the Father through the Son. Be sanctified in truth. That is grace and truth. And so... Minding your own business is not approaching these things in grace and truth. It's ignoring truth because you think you're being gracious. You can't have one without the other. You can't preach fire and brimstone. Guess what? That's the truth, but there's no grace. You can't take a back seat because that's grace with no truth. They have to go hand in hand. They have to. And yes, I get fired up because our kids are under attack in this country. Our kids are under attack in this world. And nobody, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to stand up against it. Now, yes, there are people out there fighting it, and I know that. But why is the church not up in arms with what's going on in our schools, in our kids' entertainment? Why are we not up in arms about that? Why are you not upset about that? I've got three kids of my own, and I pray every morning, every time I'm with, and every time in the morning when I'm spending my quiet time with God, I pray that the, the Holy Ghost falls on my kids, that he anoints my kids at an early age. You know, Scripture, when David was anointed, it said that the Spirit of God fell on David and was with him from there on out. And that's what I pray for my kids. Holy Spirit, fall on my kids and be with them all the days of their lives, guide them so that they're not affected by the sinful nature of this world. And so, yeah, I'm going to stand up against these things. I've spoke out at school boards before. I encourage people to continue to speak out at school boards. I speak out against the LGBTQ plus agenda all the time, not because I hate these people, not because I wish harm on these people, but because I want to protect our children. They're our future. They're innocent. They don't know any better. So who's going to stand up for our kids? Who? For all of those listening, are you going to stand up for our children? You know, it goes back to why I wrote this book. I didn't do it to get rich and famous. I want to I equip our kids with the knowledge of the love of the Father. 
I love sports. I've always said this. I love sports. I love everything about sports. I love what it has to offer. And I would love for my kids to follow in my uh, footsteps when it comes to sports. I love music. My wife and I lead worship. I'd love for them to pick up music and play guitar, play drums, sing. I'd love for them to do all of these things that I enjoy. But there is nothing, there is nothing that I want more for my children than to know the love of the Father. There's nothing I want more. So yes, I'm going to stand up and not mind my own business when it comes to the innocent of our children, when it comes to the attacks on the church. The church is constantly under attack. And you're going to say, mind your business? No, we can no longer mind our business. We can know our father's business and stand firm on grace and truth. Don't be shaken. You have to have an unwavering, unshakable faith in God Almighty. God can do anything because that's who he is. Just get out of the way. I pray every night that I can be a tool in the maker's hands. I pray that every night. Allow us to be tools in your hand. Allow Foundation Church to be tools in your hand. Allow faith over fear to be tools in your hand. Allow my kids to be tools in your hand. So guys, I want to encourage you this week. I'm not saying to be a jerk. I'm not saying to be mean. I'm not saying to be hateful. But please, don't mind your business. Be about your father's business. Because that's the most important thing that we could do as the church. Do not mind your business. Be about your father's business. I hope that this encourages you guys this week. I hope that we can continue to grow the Faith Over Fear community. I hope, most importantly, that we can just grow the kingdom of God. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. I hope that you guys got a lot from this week. I hope that the last couple weeks have really been encouraging to you guys. And remember to go come full of grace and truth. It's what we're called to do. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, share us with your friends and family. You can find us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Um, We're all over social media. You can listen to each episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much on every platform. You can also watch each episode on YouTube and on Rumble. And guys, again, get your copy of What If. If you need to message me, I'll have the, um, the ISBN number for you guys. Again, it's not about me becoming rich. It's about furthering our kids' knowledge of the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Hey, guys, if you liked this week's podcast, you could do us a huge favor by writing a review. This really helps push it out to more people and helps grow the audience and helps grow the podcast. And again, will help further the kingdom. Thank you, guys.